Thanks for tuning in to the latest episode of the Ghost from the Coast podcast with Anthony Renfro. Those returning, thank you. Those new to this podcast, welcome. Now let's open the door to the crypt and step inside. UFOs, unidentified flying objects, or UAP, unidentified anomalous phenomenon. Whatever you call them, people have seen them in the skies for centuries. I too have seen strange things in those skies. Years ago, when I was a teenager, my buddy and I saw something green, a green dot of some sorts, bouncing around in the sky like a ping pong ball. It was making erratic movements, movements that weren't helicopter or plane-like in nature. Plus, the green light wasn't blinking, which was also a dead giveaway. It wasn't a plane. I remembered my friend saying, I think I see a UFO. That's when I stepped up to the window and saw the green bouncing dot. Beyond that moment, years later, probably less than a year or so ago, I was driving home from the store and I saw something floating in the sky that was white and round, like a beach ball, but solid white and unblinking. It wasn't at night, so I didn't misidentify it. It was in the morning and in the bright, full sunshine. Wasn't a cloud in the blue sky above. And honestly, I regret not stopping to take a look at it when I first saw it. I should have. Little tip, if you see something strange in the sky, find a safe spot to do it, but pull off and check it out then and there. Because I went back home and I figured once I got home, I could look back in the sky and see it because it was really close to my house. But when I got home and got out of the car, it was gone. So I ventured back to the spot where it was before and it was gone. So like I said, little tip, if you see something, immediately get your phone, check it out if you can. And if you don't want to pull out your phone, just stop and take a look at it. Who knows what it is? And I'm not sure what it was. Was it a satellite or something like that? That's very possible. Not going to rule that out. I don't see something strange. Say, oh, it's an alien. I don't do that. Um, Or was it something completely different? I truly don't know. But it was certainly something odd floating in the sky that morning. And this was long before the Chinese balloon and the interception of those three objects in the sky that the U.S. blew up. So, why am I prattling on about my UFO or UAP experiences? Because in this episode, episode 2, titled The Pascagoula Incident, it is time to dive into another subject I am fascinated about. Aliens and everything associated with this strange subject matter. Do I believe we have been visited by beings from another planet? I gotta put a strong maybe on that one, because part of me thinks the things we are seeing could be visitors from another world, or another dimension, or, get this, they could be time travelers. Yeah, yeah, scoff at that if you want. I get that. But, that's an out there theory that is being floated around right now. 
that these strange anomalous objects are time travelers. I have heard people talking about UFOs as a future us coming back in time to check out certain events. That's an out there theory, I know. But who knows if we find a way to mess with time and the boundaries of time in the near future. And if they are military, which I think most of them probably are, what better way to hide new tech than to make it out to be aliens from some other planet? Aliens are a subject of such ridicule, more so than ghost or cryptic creatures, that most people don't report sightings. Seems to me that's a good reason for militaries around the world to hide behind this facade and to use this facade for all kinds of purposes. But I digress. What I want to dive into on this episode is something that happened in Pascagoula, Mississippi in 1973. With all that said, here's what happened. And this information comes from libguides.hindscc.edu. It says, on the evening of October 11, 1973, 42-year-old Charles Hickson and 19-year-old Calvin Parker went fishing on the west bank of the Pascagoula River. As dusk fell, they heard a whirring, whizzing sound and saw flashes of blue light on the water. They looked up to see an oval-shaped object approximately 30 to 40 feet across and 8 to 10 feet high. Three creatures came gliding out of the craft and took them aboard. Completely paralyzed but still conscious, the two men were subjected to a medical exam by a giant robotic eye. They were then returned to shore and the craft sped away. Hickson and Parker promptly reported the incident to Keesler Air Force Base and the Jackson County Sheriff's Department. A secretly made audio recording revealed that they were traumatized. Sidebar, you bet, I guarantee I would be too. And they were worried about their families and had no intentions of deceiving anyone. Hickson reportedly passed a polygraph examination. Dr. J. Allen Hynek, professor of astronomy at Northwestern University, studied the case and concluded There is no question in my mind that these men have had a very real, frightening experience. And that's a strange encounter and one that I find extremely fascinating to read about and to dive into. I also pulled this from that same website. Hickson and Parker described the creatures as six-foot-tall robotic humanoids with gray elephant-like skin bullet-shaped heads, slit-shaped mouths, and crab-like pincers. They had the ability to levitate and hovered just above the ground. Wow. (laughs) Let's take a moment. Let's take a pause, take a mental break in order to think about that description. Personally, if I saw something like that, I'm not sure I would be functioning properly as a human being for a very long time if ever. That is a terrifying description, not like the alien greys most people see. You know, those three to four foot aliens with the oblong heads and gigantic black eyes. The classic alien most people encounter 
and most people think about when dealing with this subject. In fact, that same kind of picture was on a raisin box that my kids had recently, so it's very popular. I think you know the one I'm talking about. Not sure where this bullet-headed alien comes from, but the idea of it is the subject of nightmares. Believe me. And years later, many, many years later, according to WLOX.com, a new witness came forward and she validated the stories of Hickson and Parker. Here's a bit from an article from that site. It states, On the same October 1973 night, not far from where the marker will be placed on the east bank of the river, Maria Blair was waiting with her husband, Jerry Blair, waiting for him to leave on a boat to work offshore. What she saw that night is something she's telling for the first time publicly. It was a warm night. It was like 73 degrees, and it was kind of easy to just sit in the car and wait for the captain to get there, Blair said. While they were waiting, Jerry went to sleep, and Maria saw what she describes as strange, a blue light streaking back and forth. You're looking up at the sky, looking at stars, the Big Dipper, and things. That's when I saw it rise up in the sky, Blair said where I saw it come up. The blue light was just right over where they were abducted. At the time, she thought it was a plane or helicopter. You don't think it was a UFO, Blair said. According to Blair, the blue light continued moving without noticeable sound for about 30 minutes when it went out of sight. We hear this loud water. Just something fell in the water. It was a loud splash, Blair said. The water was just rippling. And when I looked down, that's when it looked like a person in the water. I was looking just right below me. Blair still doesn't know what she saw in the water and didn't think much of it until the next day when she heard about what Parker and Hickson had told the Jackson County Sheriff's Department. I was watching two men being abducted by a UFO, she said. Despite believing what she saw was a UFO, she never talked about it to anyone except her family. So, there you go. Not one, not two, but three eyewitnesses to the same event. What do you make of it? Do you think the incident was true? Did it happen? Do you know anything about it? Please share your thoughts with me. And if you've seen something strange in the skies... I would also love to hear about that too. And it's now time to close the door to the crypt and close out the episode. Need to reach me? Check the show notes for ways to do that. I will also include links to everything I've talked about in the episode and the LibGuides link in case that's the only one you want to check out. We'll show you a picture of those bullet-headed aliens. Spooky, creepy stuff. And a quick disclaimer, this podcast is the Cliff Notes version of this incident. I just wanted to highlight this case and talk a bit about it because I find it very interesting. If you want to go deeper into more cases like this, peruse the podcast site you use. Plenty of great ones out there going much deeper than I did, especially Somewhere in the Skies with Ryan Sprague. 
He does a great job of peeling back the layers of these UFO mysteries. I encourage you to jump over there when you're done here, of course. And if you want to continue this journey with me, don't forget to subscribe. And if you like what I'm doing, feel free to leave me a review on the podcast service you use. Lots and lots of words, right, on this second episode. Again, thanks for listening. And remember to keep those lights on at night because you never know what just might be lurking in the darkness. Thank you.